It's 12.59 and 55 seconds. Turn on your headlights. It's time for Night Drive. Good evening and welcome to Night Drive. I'm your host, Horace Wexler. It's late and I'm doing great in this little slice of paradise. I certainly hope you are too, wherever you are. Uh, Maybe you're nestled down in a cozy old chair in the living room, the warm glow of a lamp enveloping you while the rain spatters against your window. Or maybe you're the person bouncing across Fakahatchee in an old pickup truck, looking for shopping carts to take back to Crumbler Farms for a bounty. Well, there's one in the ditch off William Bryden Avenue. Uh, I saw one of the 8th Street Dust Kings grab a 10-year-old from his mother, load him into the cart, and push the cart as hard as he could, sending it across the street where it hit a bump and flew into the ditch. Man, that kid had a great 10 seconds of airtime. And it's still there. The cart, not the kit. So that, that's an easy five bucks for you. I know some of you consider Night Drive to be an extension of the news, a, a place to stop and unpack your thoughts about the current happenings of the day or, or even, on occasion, breaking news in its own right. But really, we're about people all over Fakahatchee. So call up tonight and let me know what you want to talk about. That number is 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. I'm moving a little slow this week, but it is good to be back in the saddle after a short hospital stay, like a cowboy back for another cattle drive. Except my nards aren't being crushed by the saddle horn as as my horse gallops with wanton abandon across the plains. For those of you who sent well wishes, they were appreciated, and, and for those of you who didn't, well, I'm keeping a list like a bitter Santa Claus. I've also heard there's a little speculation about my accident, but it's really nothing too surprising. Just a a little head injury, got some stitches, and I spent a couple days in the hospital under observation because I would say the wrong artichoke occasionally in conversations. The accident itself was, you know, pretty Burger King. I was already off balance trying to get out the door without a bunch of coffee grinders spilling out. Side note, you want a coffee grinder, you call me. And then when I was coming down the steps from my double wide, I stepped into a weird red puddle and my feet slipped out from under me and I totally Newt Gingrich'd my head. I don't know if someone broke open a watermelon on my porch or or like a bunch of popsicles melted or, or what, but I do know this. I'm here now and ready to get back to all of you listening out there. I won't dictate the subject matter tonight. You will. I'm calling it a grab bag episode, so let's reach inside and see what we pull out. And no, this isn't me being lazy because my brain just got skillet casoed. Again, that number is 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air. Hey, Horace, buddy. This is Luis. Luis, how are you? Man, I'm so mad right now. Oh, why's that, buddy? I was down at the Civic Center trying to watch Monster Truck 3. Oh, congrats. Those are tough tickets to get. And uh, would you believe it? A gator came in there, and they had to shut the whole Civic Center down. Wait, they, they shut the whole thing down for one gator? That's ridiculous. Man, I tell you, things were so much better when Mayor Vominos was in the office. God rest him. Oh, well, uh, look, uh, Louise, I, I think those are some seriously rose-colored glasses you're wearing. I miss that man so much. He ran this town so well. I mean, Mayor Vominos did put into place a, a pretty strong gator patrol to keep Aaron alligators off our streets, and especially out of our civic center, but uh, he was not a good mayor. Uh, and, and I think we're really starting to lose sight of that and remembering him 
uh, perhaps as a, a better man than he actually was. Anyway, I'm just tired, man. I'm tired. I'm tired of all the nonsense that's been going on since he's been dead. And I'm tired. And I ain't going to have it no more. We all are, buddy. We all are. But it, it didn't start uh, after he died. If I'm going to go to the Civic Center, I'm going to go to the Civic Center. You hear me, buddy? I hear you. I, I, I hear you. But, but man, you got to stay safe out there, all right? All right, man. It's nice talking to you. See you later. Always a pleasure, Luis. Uh, thanks for calling in this evening. And I hope you're able to get a refund on those tickets. Uh, but I know most of them have a gator clause in their terms, which unfortunately means no refund. Um, that's not to be confused with the gator clause who shows up around the holidays uh, to give you gator-related products, uh, of course. We'll take more of your calls coming up right after this. It's the end of summer, but that doesn't mean that the feeling of walking around in that summer sun with that wet bathing suit on has to come to an end. We've got your back. Drop on in to that moist feeling. We've got clothes and undergarments that never quite dry, no matter what you do, even on the hottest days. Fancy Gala, meeting his parents for the first time. It's all a little easier with that cool, refreshing feeling rubbing all over and chafing your inner thighs. How do we do it? Well, I wish I could share, but that's a patented industry secret. Why do we do it? Well, if you've ever been stuck in a pair of wet jeans, you know. Sure, you could put on a bathing suit and then go ride a log flume somewhere. Or run to your neighbor's garden and point a hose at your crotches. But it's not always possible the day you're getting married or putting your father into the ground. That's where we come in. Come in, say hello, and trench your nethers at the moist feeling. We're located at the corner of William Brighton Avenue and Main Street. We're open 9 to 5, Tuesday through Sundays. Uh, go ahead and give us a call uh, if you if you feel like it. Uh, if you're not doing anything, why not? It's a grab bag episode. Call in and uh, tell me what's on your mind. Uh, share your opinion, and uh, we'll blast it out all over uh, Fakahachi. Uh, just like this caller over here on line three. Go ahead, caller. Oh, am I on? Uh, you're am on. Am I on? I'm on. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. Uh, who, who am I talking to? Hello. This is Philium Fetterman. Philium, like William with a fur. <laughs> Philium, uh, thanks for thanks for calling in tonight. Uh, what's in your mind? Let me tell you what's on my mind. I'm being sued. Can you believe that? Philium Fetterman, so I've organized the church picnic. Right. Everybody loves my picnics. I'm a host of the only fashion bingo night that's been that's on Tuesdays. So I'm uh, the only one who does it in Florida on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and I'm I am the organizer of uh, and head of the Fakahachi Tickle Club, the oldest tickle club on the tip. And uh, and you're and being somebody's sued. trying to sue me, and I'm being sued. Can you believe it? I'm an outstanding member of the community. Oh, I, and I mean, somebody would sue me. Unbelievable. I, it sounds like you've got bona fides. You're you're obviously doing a lot of community service. You're a you're a church-going fellow. Uh, why is uh, somebody seeking this uh, litigious route with you? Well, I, I'll tell you, it doesn't have to do with the church picnic. Uh -huh. uh, people like my picnics. Uh, they, you know, everybody's got to bring something. 
And uh, it's usually a potluck, and I think that's very fair. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to do with the fashion bingo night. Uh, you know, we 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 are above board. I know some bingo in Florida, can, it gets a little dicey. Not mm-hmm. ours. Straight and narrow. Uh, it, pro- it has to do with the Fagahachi Tickle Club, the oldest tickle club on the tip. Right. Uh, I can't believe it, but uh, someone is suing me. Uh, for tickling them uh, at the tickle club, can you believe it? Wow! So that seems like uh, if you enter the tickle club, you're you know in engaging and uh, consenting to being tickled. Is that correct? Well, that's what I thought. This person seems to disagree. They say I tickled them against their will. I, uh-huh. I, I don't know. It's not something I thought was happening. Maybe it was a misunderstanding. I will say this was somebody who was new to the club. Mm-hmm. A lot of us are old timers. As they say, it's the oldest tickle club on the tip. A lot of us have been going, you know, for 15, 20 years now to the tickle club. Right, right. Uh, Original founding first, members, maybe. The founders. Yeah, we're uh-huh. all founders. I mean, I, I would say I would be call myself the senior founder of the Fakahatchee Tickle Club. But, but. And then the others are maybe junior founders. Right. I was doing it when there was no one else there. I was just tickling myself mm-hmm. in the in the hall, you know, in the, the church hall, you know. Right. Um, so I, that's how dedicated I am. This person was new. They had heard about it from a friend of a friend. And uh, and so they, they come in and we don't there's not a lot of parliamentary procedure at Tickle Club. Mm hmm. You, you come in and we tickle you. That's that's all the steps. That's all the steps it is. You come in, we tickle, I tickle you, you tickle me. The Frank, he likes to tickle me from behind. I like to tickle Sally on her legs. You know, it's a good time. Everybody's just having a good time. But you know, this, y- this young woman. Oh, uh, well, just real quick, this, uh, before we get in into oh, sure. uh, the person, you say there's no parliamentary procedures. Um, how how do you know when Tickle Club has begun? When someone starts tickling. Got it. That's so everyone shows up begin. and if everybody just sits here for 30 minutes, Tickle Club hasn't begun. So somebody has to take that first step. Somebody has to take the first step, but we don't beat around the tickle bush. Got it. You know, when you come in, we're we are we are rearing to go when it comes to the tickling. So okay. that's that's happening. So this this uh this young woman comes in. And, uh, and of course I start tickling her at the tickle club and, uh, she starts screaming mm-hmm. and hitting me and I don't stop cause it's the tickle club. Right. That's, the, that's where she is. And she starts screaming and, and punching me and hitting me and she leaves. And then, uh, and then I find out I get a, I get a, a, a notice that I'm being sued. But who comes to tickle club not wanting to be immediately tickled? Not me. Not any of our the junior founders, certainly. Right. Uh, well, I, I'm no lawyer, Philium, but I, I did fail out of law school. So, it, it, just a couple questions that just pop into my oh, head. Well, I, I could use I could, I could use your help. Honestly, um, I don't have a lawyer. I'll be representing myself as an upstanding member of the community. Yet. Right. You know, uh, uh, I know pretty much every judge in the area because a lot of them go to the church picnic. Some of them even go to the fashion bingo nights. I'm very proud of my uh, my my community service. Well, I, I just have a few questions. Um, one, lay it on me. Uh, I'm an open book. Did you say you guys meet in the church basement? Is that correct? 
Yeah, the hall, the church hall, the church basement. Yeah, the hall, like the the meeting hall. Got it. Is there any sort of signage uh, or anything that's like, hey, like Tickle Club this way? Well, no, we've we've been meeting there for twenty years. We don't need any signage. We all know each other, so it's uh, what, what do you need a sign? You know, this is the place that you've been to every Saturday night for twenty years. No, you don't need a sign like that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. it, that leads me to another question, which is, um, you said that this person found out about Tickle Club from a friend of a friend. Uh, did they show up with that friend, or did they show up by themselves? Oh, they showed up by themselves. Yeah, I guess uh, Maury was sick that week or something. Um, you know, come to think of it, I'm, I'm trying to remember what she said exactly. Something mm-hmm. like a friend of a friend of hers dared her to go downstairs. Dared, I think, was the was the phrase. Right. But I don't know. That sounds like consent to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to dig in too much about like the legal system and and how it dig uh, in, dig in. Again, well, I'm going to need all this info. I'm going to need all this info when I represent myself in in this case. So by all means, let's lay it on, lay it on thick. I mean, I I would really have to look at some like precedent, but um, I, as far as as I can tell, uh, I don't think she's legally kept with the the spirit of the dare either um meaning the person who issued the dare could could conceivably uh sue for for breaking a an oral contract there you know what i think this is this is great news see it's not my fault it's this this dare fellow it's the one person who who dared to come to our meeting you know i think this is just a big misunderstanding she should sue the dare that's who she should sue and not me i've said it once but i'll say it again i'm an outstanding member of the community right Mm -hmm. is this so are you agreeing you maybe you'll represent me oh i i'm 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 not legally allowed to practice in in florida uh even in in civil cases a little you could do a little bit though right just a little like once or like I get it. Like, oh, I can't be a lawyer all the time. But like, you could, occasionally you could do a you could be a lawyer once or twice. I mean, I could I could probably steer you in a couple ways, Philium. Like, um, if if I were your lawyer, I would probably ask how many people were at Tickle Club that night. We had seven junior founders at Tickle. Club. Well, that's um... we had some of the all time greats. We had Harry the Hand was there. Great. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Lucy Lawless. Whoa! Don't get too excited. Not not Zena, oh. but uh, we call her Lawless because you know she doesn't stop tickling. Once she gets in there, she she won't stop. She's completely lawless when it comes to this stuff. You know. Got it. So uh, so she was there. Well, it, it, what you're telling me here, Philium, is uh, you've got seven eyewitnesses there. Um, that uh, it, I I don't know how you've you've chosen to present your story, but you, you've got seven junior founders there that that can help back up and corroborate what you say. Absolutely, they'll all they're on my side, except for a couple of them who seem to think that I should not have tickled the the strange woman who came in. But 
I, but some of them are on my side, and mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I can get those ones to court. The right. other ones, they can. I'll give them a different day. I'll tell them a different day. And again, this is the kind of legal advice. I really appreciate this legal advice. Yeah, this is. I mean, great. this is this is just uh, advice if it happens to pertain to a legal case. I mean, who who can who can say? If the the judge asks, maybe even if the judge doesn't ask, I'm going to say that you are my unofficial lawyer on this one, because I think you deserve credit here. I, oh, I really I, think you deserve credit. I, 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 I don't need the credit. I'm, I'm a, I'm a modest fellow. Um, let's talk timeline real quick. Um, okay, great. I, did, did you say what time tickle club started? I, I can't remember. Uh, no, it starts at seven o'clock on the dot. Tickle, tickle, tickle. You know, the spot. Uh, so seven o'clock it starts right when somebody starts tickling. At what point did this young woman uh, enter uh, enter this space? I believe it was a little after seven ten, seven seven eleven. So she walked in in the middle of Tickle Club. Well, right at the beginning, right when when it's the hottest. Things are the hottest right at the beginning of Tickle Club. Right. Everybody's got energy. Everybody's ready. Their hands are are ready. You know, you anticipated all day. Mm-hmm. So you're revved up by the time you you dive in there. So yeah, at the beginning of Tickle Club around seven to, to seven thirty, those that's the hottest time. Things start to cool off around uh, eleven or eleven thirty or so. So it's like it's kind of a slow decline, but the the very beginning, that's when it's the hottest. And were you the the only one tickling her, or or was everybody involved? Um, how does Tickle Club work? Do you guys take turns? Is it like a free-for-all? It's more of a free-for-all situation, but I try to tickle everybody as they come in. Right. So that's sort of my, as the senior founder, that's sort of, I feel like that's my obligation, you know, is to give everybody a taste right off the the bat, right off the Mm -hmm. top. I want to be a good host. You know, I'm sure this is going to come up in court, so thank you for uh, for asking me now. It's uh, it's good. I get my, my... my thoughts in order here. Uh, well, now, Please, I'm being now, sued. Can you believe it? It's it, it's absolutely. Uh, it's a brazen act of injustice, uh, Philium. Um, I, I do want to ask Thank one you. question um, because I, I think yes, yes. the judge might ask this, and and this may be a challenging question. Shoot it up. What yeah. ha- what happens to new members who show up who who maybe aren't aware of? Well, this? you learn. You learn by doing. You know, with Tickle Club, we like to throw you right in the tickle frying pan. Yeah. It's a tickle fricassee. You know what I'm saying. You know, it's it's something that you need to experience. Mm -hmm. There's no dummy's guide to tickle club. You just have to live your life. But but Philium will understand. Um, is there a mechanism within Tickle Club that would allow uh, a new member or a potential new member, somebody just showing up to to tap out, as it were, to be like, I, I can't well, make it till 1130. Like I showed up, I, I've had my fill of tickling uh, and it, it let's say it's only eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, you're you're free to leave uh, when you want to. I mean, can I promise you the other members won't judge you harshly for leaving early? Mm-hmm. that they won't talk about you behind the back, you know, <laughs> you know, what a nerd, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't promise that, uh, you know, in, uh, in all the years we've been running pickle club, I, I don't know if it's happened. I don't know if anybody has left early. I, I can't think maybe, uh, 
you know, one time uh, Yancey Myers had to, to get gallbladder surgery and uh, and I had to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but Yancey, you know, Yancey took the, the 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 scolding like a champ. Yancey said, I've got to leave. It's 10 o'clock. I've got to go to surgery. And they said, oh, you know, boo. You know, boo-hoo, you know, the, the Nancy's the Nancy fancy pantsy, you know, and I, I I didn't stop them. Yeah. You know, because I kind of thought it myself, to, if I'm being honest, you know, but what are you going to Thank you for saying it's fair. Thank you. you could, maybe I could use this audio. Maybe I could use it as a defense uh, in my defense of you because you're an outstanding you're a lawyer and you're an out, outstanding member of the community. Maybe we could get, could I get a, 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 a could I get this on eight track? Could I get this on uh or, or a four track or a, a cassette four track is that would be fine as well. But could I get a, a cassette tape of this audio maybe for the judge? We, uh, we actually don't record the show. So you would have to find somebody in the community who, uh, who pressed record at the start of the show. Uh, on their oh, like dual tape deck or or something, uh, if you would plan to do would that. Would you mind? Would you mind if we started this interview over from the beginning? I don't think we're going to be able I'll to get do my that. Tape failure. recorder. I got a tape recorder. I, I just let me mm, see if I can find it. Where, hold where, it. Can you hold on for I, twenty minutes? And I'm just going to go upstairs to the attic, and I've got a box, and it because uh, I I don't use my tape recorder. A lot. I do use my tape player a lot, but right. the player doesn't have the record function. So I've got two of units. Right. One of them uh, had a record well, function. Well, Philium, I, I think. But I'll give it a. But let's give it a shot. Philium, yeah, I, I'll be right back. L- l- we'll, we'll, do right back. we'll do that. We'll do that. I'm. I think you literally just set the phone down. Uh, we're gonna go to a commercial, and uh, we'll be right back. Uh, Philium, uh, if you hear this, uh, uh, we'll do this off air if if we need to. Um, <laughs> Uh, that number to call in is 305-209-9686. You're listening to Night Drive. Hi, I'm Robard Crumbler, owner and manager of Crumbler Farms. I got a son named Robard Jr. We're a family business, and a father gave us up from him a seed to be us. We know your dad loved great deals, and it's Father's Day again. So make your popper proud with the H-Bone Strap Steaks for slapping the grill. 367 a poon. Pepito Punch is fragrant and blooms up nice on a charcoal fire. Uh, th- those are two for one. Come get them. Daddy needs sauce. So get some of Fat Bog's Grim Flesh Splatter with Mesquite and Spicy Chiquino. It's $4.99 a bottle. Uh, fancy Daddy? Try out bagged chimbraccio, 97 cents a bundle. Pair it with a smudged comboble, just $2.95 a tile, and daddy like. Hot twice blinked cow stirrup is available in our Delhi 23 hours a day. It's $9.99 if it's a penny. Great deals, decent folk, the taste of a generation. Crumbler Farms, we're the grocery store closest to the airport. All right, we're going to jump back into your calls in just a moment, but uh, maybe you better listen up because some of these Fakahatchee community announcements just might be aimed at you. And you want to be informed, right? 
Uh, the new parking restrictions on William Bryden Avenue take effect this Sunday morning at midnight. Um, Oh, so they've taken effect already. Uh, so be warned, the sheriff's department will be issuing tickets for vehicles that are in violation. Um, you know, in, in fairness, you shouldn't be parking there anyway. They might as well call it vandalism lane over there. Uh, just to editorialize for a moment. But uh, this is a real misguided effort to solve the need for constant police calls over there. But, um, yeah, whatever. Nobody's scores get better without working on them. So if you want to graduate, you're going to need some tutoring. Thankfully, Keith Rostatsowitz at the Center for Symbiotic Directional Kinesis is up to the task. He's a white-level sash in thought neodynamics and neural synergistic energies. All right. Uh, he'll take you from brain level 7 all the way up to the next level of thought and maximize your entire being from your Zeta focus point. Graduation means unlocking the astonishing power of the human brain. The Fakahatchee Toastmasters are now meeting every other Thursday during lunchtime upstairs at the Old Town Grill. Improve your public speaking, pleading, arguing, and conjoling with our members who live to chop it up with the chillest chatterboxes on the coast. That's just that's just talking. I mean, I guess if you need some strangers to talk to you during lunch, um, this is perfect for you. Concerned about our continued need for a mayor? Submit an application to join the Fakahatchee Mayoral Committee and help the city council make history. To be clear, this is an application... Oh, sorry. To be clear, this is not an application to be mayor. Just to help decide how we should appoint the next mayor, whether it's a line of succession or a runoff election or a hands-on-a-hard-body contest to see who can keep their hand on the mayor's desk the longest. Don't forget leg day. We're down to the final days to see the leg over at Alleyway Steve's. He's running a two-for-one discount and declares it's pleasing for the season as it's, quote, rotted down real nice around the bone to be extra spooky and gnarly. Mm, gross. Uh, honestly, including this in the community announcements in exchange for him not biting me last night when I was just trying to get some wings is 100% worth it. All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and take another call here. Uh, let's go down. And, uh, line six kind of sucks. Uh, line five kind of sucks too. Uh, let's go line one. Line one. Go ahead, caller. Hey, horse. Uh, this is Sergio. I'm calling because I think I should get a medal because I shot that Nazi dog. Hey, hey, Sergio. Uh, it, there's a lot to unpack here, real quick. Uh, you, who did you shoot? I, I, I you know that that Nazi dog that was running around town. Yeah, I killed it. Well, He's dead. I, I killed a Nazi. I I was not, I, I was not aware that there was a, a Nazi dog. Um, oh there, yeah, there was one. There, he had a big old swastika shaved right into his face. You know. Uh huh. So I, there you go. That was that's a Nazi. Do you do you think the dog did this to himself? You know, we don't know. I mean, listen, it it dog could have shaped it in itself. We don't know. Could have had like crazy Nazi superpowers. No one can say for sure. And you know why? Because it killed it, and right. I deserve a medal. I, not everyone who killed a Nazi gets a gets a medal, Sergio. I, yeah, well, like, I think that's probably why we still have Nazis. I mean, if everyone did get a medal, we probably wouldn't have them because everybody would want a goddamn medal. That is true. There are there are still Nazis around, but like everyone who fought in World War Two, uh, it didn't automatically get a, a medal because they shot a German. Like uh, it was only for people who did uh, really brave acts. No, but they got to have sex with French prostitutes, so that's a that's you know that helped. Well, that was for morale. 
Listen, tomato, potato. I shot a dog that was a Nazi. Okay, I did a good thing. I was driving to Bed Bath and Beyond to pick up a new pair of sheets, right? right? And I see this dog running down the street. No owner, no collar, massive swastika. Uh-huh. And listen, my uncle Mike didn't die in the Battle of the Balls for this bullshit. So I took my gun out of my gun compartment, right? And okay. I pulled back. Wait, wait I'm, I'm sorry. It, wait, a gun compartment? Yeah. You, you just said you were in your compartment. car. Yeah. Yeah, you were driving to Bed Bath and Beyond. How how do you do you, do you mean glove compartment? No, I don't I don't keep gloves in there, Horace. I keep guns in there, so it's my gun compartment. So I rolled down my window, I light up my shop. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, you said guns. How many guns do you keep in, in, in this glove box? Like a normal amount, four. Okay. And if anything, like I fired the shot. And, like, to be honest, like, you know, it, it caused a little bit of a ruckus. But I'm the victim, if you think about it. Because when I finally got the bed... Wait, wait, the- I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sergio. Uh, you were you were firing one of your four guns out of out of the window of your car at a dog. No, I fired actually two of my four guns because I had one in either hand. You know, I figured how often you get shoot at a Nazi dog. Might as well do it in a way that's cool, right? I mean, that is very cool. I I, I have to get it. That is very cool. so cool. I, I I honestly hope somebody got a TikTok of it because it was free, it was pretty cool. How were you steer? Was the car stopped? Was it still moving? I mean, it was moving just a little bit. You know, so it was kind of like a rolling shot. You know, but I mean, I had my foot on the brake because I care about safety. Yeah. I, well, I, I mean, I I do appreciate that. What were you saying about when you got to Bed Bath and Beyond? I, I'm sorry, I, I jumped in. Oh. There. It- I was just saying that I'm kind of the victim here in this whole situation because this took so much time, mm-hmm. you know, and I had to stop to make sure the dog was dead and also to shoot it up close a couple times. Oh, you, you did get I close enough. To bed, to, bath, I, I oh, thought you, know, you just kind of like kept rolling past. Oh, no, no, no. I got out of my car to make sure the job was done. Got you know? it. My daddy said there's two ways of doing things in this world, the right way and the wrong way, you know. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure to do things the right way. But by the time I got to Bed Bath & Beyond, they had sold out of the merino wool bed sheets I wanted. Uh, that's a that's a fine blend. Yeah. Um, it, it's a little warm for for Florida, but uh, I mean, like if your house rents cold, uh, yeah, who am I to judge? Yeah, I also have my house has a lot of air conditioners. I'm very blessed. Uh, okay, uh, that's a a weird thing to be blessed with. Um, it, how did you how did you know? I, obviously, you got out of your car to take a look, but how did you know that the the dog had a swastika on its face as you drove past? Oh, it, it, listen, it was so big. Okay, I mean, I just saw. I was like, "That's a swastika. I got to do something about this." Because you know, what if you saw a kid petting a dog with a swastika on it? Could you imagine? I mean, okay, my uncle Mike didn't die in the Battle of Midway for that bullshit. Right. How, it, sorry, uh, how many battles was your Uncle Mike in? A lot of battles, all right? He got shot a lot of times. He, got, he died multiple times, came back from death, still fought, died again. So he, he came back from the Battle of the Bulge. They, they, they brought him, him back, I, I assume, with... I, did they have defibrillators in, in World War II? Uh, but then, ignoring that fact, then they shipped him off to an entirely different uh, theater of war? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, just those are the kind of sacrifices he made. And, and can I ask a question? Did he get a medal? I mean, I, I hope so. You know, he didn't. And that's why I deserve a medal in his stead for killing that Nazi dog. Now, a lot of people said, that the, the swastika on the dog wasn't his choice, but that's BS because I have a dog and my wife tries to put it in a little sweater. And every time she does that, it shits in our bed. 
So don't tell me that dogs don't know what's going on. Right, but I, I think even lands and pajamas. I think and even like in your it's Sergio, if I can, even in your example, uh, the dog did not put the sweater on itself. Sure, the dog shit, but it, it didn't choose that sweater. Somebody else did that, and, and I think the same or, is. Or, it can be said for you, whoever shaved the swastika in, into. Uh, did you oh, say what breed of dog it oh, was? Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that you knew everything, horse. My bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, if you know, if you know everything, I don't even need to be on this radio show. Okay, you don't even need to have guests. You just tell us all what happened. You just apparently know that dogs do or do not shave swastikas into their head. Man, it must be great to be you. You know, it's great to be me because I killed a Nazi dog today. What did you do? I. Uh, recuperated uh mostly i i sat in bed and and read a people magazine from two months ago listen i'm sorry for coming in hot but you know what i just gotta be honest i used to play a lot of medal of Mm -hmm. honor so today was pretty much a dream come true for me okay i mean kill a nazi dog i think i won best day ever if if that dog was a nazi it, it does sound like you had quite a big day what do you mean if the dog was a nazi i just still have questions I'm pretty, like, I don't make the rules, but I'm pretty sure if you put a swastika on something, that makes you a Nazi. No, because it's also an ancient Sanskrit symbol. What? Yeah. The swastika was around before the Nazis started using it. Now, sure, most of the most of the swastika used at this point is is definitely Nazi related. But, you know, it it could have been a, a very spiritual dog. No, listen, you got to go by what's the most recent use of a swastika, okay? I, were there any other signs that the dog was a Nazi? Well, yeah, when it was running, it was constantly zig-hiling with its little paw. Uh, you mean lifting it up and then bringing it down and, and walking yeah, it? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it was kind of impressive because I didn't know dogs' joints could move like that. Maybe you killed a Nazi dog. I, I, I still don't think you you deserve a medal. I mean, based oh, off no, what you've I, said I about your Uncle dog. Mike. Well, okay, agree to disagree. Um, but if just the, the simple idea that you think you deserve a medal when your Uncle Mike died in World War II multiple times uh, and, and didn't receive one, I, I think that just shows you the level at what you have to accomplish to earn a medal in the United States. You know, you know I'm going to tell you, when he died in Iwo Jima, and they mm-hmm. didn't recognize him with a medal. I mean that that broke that broke my family's heart. Right, but I mean, wouldn't it kind of kind of cheapen his? I mean, he stormed the beaches of Normandy for the freedom of this country. Got riddled with bullets. Died in the sand. You know, and he didn't get a medal. I mean, come on, that's crazy. But wouldn't man it... died like at least four or five times in World War II. Does he get one medal? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, but wouldn't that cheapen his his sacrifices? I guess. Uh... By by giving you a medal for for something that that was done so easily. Oh, nobody said it was easy. Okay, do you know how hard it is to get four guns into a gun compartment? Well, that's a logistics thing. That's I not mean, directly that related to like, killing a Nazi dog. You know, that that's, is like a game of real life Tetris. Okay, I mean that is just tough. I mean, <laughs> listen, if you don't get it right, one of those things will accidentally go off. And <laughs> you can talk to my buddy Greg about that because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't. He can't. He can't open the door with his right arm anymore. Oh, 
Well, can I ask a question? Because I'm just trying to envision how I would fit four yeah, guns into asking, a glove box. You can ask a question. Well, it's you, you, it's polite. You are the host of a radio show. That is your job. I, do do you put the guns in like in in two layers with them sixty nine ing each other essentially? Yeah, yeah, I definitely like. Let's just say, like sixty nine ing drives most of my lifestyle, including the way I store my guns. Yeah, well, fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, Sergio, is there anything else you'd like to share with us but before I let you go? I'm so glad I think I deserve a medal. So I don't. I just. I. But if you could just kind of get the wheels in motion on that bad boy. And did did anyone what? seem almost... sad that the dog was was shot? I mean, you got out of your car and and like spent time I- examining your kill uh did anyone show up was the dog by itself you know what that's the thing that i worry about the most is that the dog had friends because those friends are probably nazis too so i'm on the hunt horse i'm gonna get rid of all the nazi dogs in this town ain't no one gonna stop me because i believe in freedom well i mean if if they exist i i do think that would be a oh put it like this if i shoot your dog it's probably a nazi well, see, now, I don't like this probably you're throwing in there. Well, you know, there's a lot of secret Nazis out there, Horace, and, you know, sometimes you have to shoot first and never ask questions later. Yeah, but, mm, I'm gonna, you know what, I'm going to retract the yeah and just go, but, 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 like, they they could not be I guess also. that's a chance that I'm willing to take. Well, I, I'm, we're all responsible for our personal choices, I suppose. Uh, Sergio, anything else you want to share with us before I let you go this evening? Uh, you know, just keep thriving. Hey, well, I, uh, thank you very much. I, I I do appreciate it. Thanks, Horace. You're you're welcome. Ha, have hey, a great can evening. I get, can I ask you a question? Uh, sure. Why, yes, please. Why are you so good, huh? Why are you so good? Come on. Yeah. Come on. Well, yeah. All right. Uh, you, look, here's here's what I can do. I we'll we'll put up a petition on on the on the Fakahatchee Radio website if people want to sign it so that you can get a medal for. For your service, oh, uh, they're free to do so. I, that, I'm not going to push it in any way whatsoever. I that is that is their choice. Your personal vouching for me means so much to me. No, Thank you. Not a, not a personal your, vouching. Your validation just, just a, and your recommendation that I am now Horace approved. I mean, that is just uh, you. You are a good man, and you know I'm gonna, I'm actually going to go out right now and kill a Nazi dog for you and when people ask me hey who, what are you doing i'm gonna be like this one's for horace i'm gonna make sure Oof. everybody knows that just ah, uh, just re- really really double check i mean just make make sure that it's you know a, a proper a proper i answer. don't need to double check i got god on my side all right sergio uh well uh thanks for calling in uh maybe we'll talk to you again in the future uh, if you decide to call back uh, i don't know all right, let's jump into a call right over on line one. Go ahead, caller. Hey, buddy. Hey, who is this? This is Crusty Boyum. Buddy, let me tell you, <laughs> I am glad you're doing one of these buffet-type shows tonight. Well, you know, I've been calling them a grab bag episode, but uh, I mean, I, it sort of seems like the same concept in theory. Well, getting your bag grabbed seems like bad news to me, but... Well, uh, mm, depends on who's doing the grabbing, I think. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess that's true, huh, bud? Uh, uh, why are you calling in tonight, Cruster? Well, I was just thinking while drinking a beer in the shower, the mayor, he, he's dead, right? Right. And the mayor did that legislation thing to outlaw ghosts, correct? Right. So, I, I gotta ask now, 
Did the mayor outlaw himself? Ooh, well, uh, that's kind of a tricky question, uh, but it would seem very much like it if ghosts exist. If? Yeah, I, I, have you ever seen a ghost or no. proved that no, ghosts... No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, th- I thought you maybe had some sort of story you I were... I just assumed everyone else was seeing him all over the place I... and I couldn't see him. Now, 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 wait a minute. If you're telling me they might not exist, then... Did who's been drinking out of this saucer of milk I put out every night? Wait, wait, hold up, Cruster. Uh, you put out a saucer of milk for ghosts a- every night? Yeah, that's why they're all white and spooky, Dub-Dub, because of all the milk they drink. If they get thirsty, they start messing with you. That's why you gotta keep the ghosts hydrated. Otherwise, they start banging the pots and pans. Anyway, my shower's still running, and I'm dripping all over the floor. So uh, I thank you very much for taking my call. All right. Uh, Thanks for calling in, Cruster. Uh, uh, Enjoy the rest of your shower. Uh, If you'd like to call in, that number is 305-209-9686. We're talking about anything on your mind tonight, anything at all. Uh, wherever uh, you are, uh, even if you're in the shower, uh, go ahead, give us a call. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, sometimes, uh, for whatever reason, you can't make it to the phone, uh, and a lot of people like to reach out uh, through social media. Uh, that is its use to, to be social. Uh, so a lot of people hit us up through there to share their opinions. Just like Squidward Massacre hit us up on Twitter at Night Drive FM to say, it's bull expletive that it's Halloween, and we still have this anti-ghost law on the books. W.T. Fakahatchee. The city council needs to step up and reverse this law so I can get my supernatural fix. Well, Squidward Massacre, I I can't speak to what's on the docket for the city council, but I do know that there's a group of citizens uh, working to get this law repealed because they believe it's unjust, even though they don't believe in ghosts. Um, So so maybe you can join up with them uh, and, and help affect change in our town. Swisty Bronson tagged us on Instagram with a caption that says, Is this you, Horace? Hashtag rest in pretty. Well, Swisty, that image is a really nasty looking car accident uh, that they're wheeling a corpse away from. So I, I'm going to say no. No, it isn't. Trumpet Pirate 77 also hit us up on Twitter at Night Drive FM to say, Sad to see the Lobster King rot in jail. Can't believe he was denied justice. Just shows you how broken the system is. Seems like us citizens should do something about it and then take back the means of production. Hashtag jailbreak. Hashtag tear down the walls. Hashtag red lobster. Uh, thanks, Trumpet Pirate. Uh, always, always nice to hear about things. User Frisky Biscuits posted on our Reddit page at r slash night drive FM. And, uh, well, I, I gotta be honest. I, I'm not reading this because frankly, this is just a wall of text, like probably two printed pages. Like this is probably two bathroom breaks worth of content here. Um, uh, the TLDR at the bottom is that she believes all clubs in Fakahatchee need to have warning signs to stop people who might stumble into them unexpectedly, especially the, the more physical or quote, gropey clubs. Frankly, after talking with Philium, I'm inclined to agree, uh, but I am not inclined to, to read this much text at once on a computer screen. But I am inclined to listen to more of your calls. So let's jump right back in to another one. This is like, take a dive, dive in. Each, each call is like a cliff and I'm standing on the cliff and I'm holding my nose. Am I gonna jump in the waters below? There could be rocks. I don't know. And then finally, 
I do. And we go right to line two. Is this Night Drive? Hi, caller. You're on the air. Oh, gosh. So uh, who are you and what is on your mind tonight? Well, this is Dory Rattle. Hi, Dory. Look, I, I was just thinking about the closed shonies and how it used to be the highlight of my Sunday morning. We were sitting down to all that cantaloupe and a big plate of pancakes. We'd be all dressed up in our frippery and looking just mighty fine after going to church. And we'd, we'd just stare at all the sausages, trying to figure out how many we could eat. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a real shame that it's, it's been closed, uh, and especially for so long. Well, I, you know, I, I was just wondering, Horace, and, and I know the government's like, keep away, don't come in here, you hear? But is, is that because of the Shoney's itself or, or the land it's on? Like, could we just, and, and maybe this is crazy, like, could we just move the Shoney's? Move the Shoney's, like, uh, cut the building in half and, and put it on the back of uh, a big truck. Oh, gosh, no, Horace. Oh, my God, that, that is crazy. No, I, I mean, just take all the Shoney's gear and move it to somewhere else and, and set it up there. Oh, you mean just just open a new Shoney's? Well, yeah, 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 I guess. Well, I, I mean, that, that is a possibility. I, I can only assume the franchise owner is considering it or or has considered it and, and possibly can't afford it. Um, uh, maybe they can't get more equipment like that. Well, I mean, Shoney's has a very specific breakfast buffet. I, I think we can all remember the, the first time we went into a Shoney's and, and saw the, uh, the Eiffel Tower made out of sausages. Like, that's, it takes equipment to do that. Well, I, I certainly hope that he gets it figured out soon. Well, in, in fairness, Dory, in fairness, Dory, it could be a she. Oh, Orissa, you crack me up. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. The, the giggles are... It's too late for the giggles to get me. Oh, no, she. Oh, owning a shoney. <laughs> oh, Oh my word! Oh 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 Isn't that something? No 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 no! I mean the thought of it. Well, Dory, I'm gonna let you go. It's it's been real nice Scotlanding with you, and um, we'll talk to you soon. Oh oh okay okay. You too. You you take care of that head now. You hear? All right all right. You too, Dory. Let's keep this train talk rolling. Uh, my producer over here is is waving to me. Uh, it sounds like uh, we got a good caller here. Uh, caller, go ahead. Horace. Oh, finally. So, did you get my message? Uh, hey, who is this? Hot sauce man. Uh, you, you remember the hot sauce man? Remember? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I do remember. We talked. Okay, you remember. <laughs> we talked. And now you've been getting my messages, huh? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm sorry. I haven't gotten any messages that you've you've sent on. You no, but how did you not get my messages? I've I've been very clear. <laughs> did you did you find my presence? <laughs> you you sound like you're trolling. I I don't know why my producer left this no, call. No, no, I. I so, are you? Wait, no, you you can't be serious. I put so much effort into this. I, they screen all the fan mail beforehand, so if, like, you're putting white powder into mail. envelopes and, and no, sending no. it, like, that's... What? I'm sorry. Was I sending you a message in 2001? No, this was... I I killed a man, and I left his body. Don't you remember? Oh, 
I, well, what about your accidents? Do you remember that? I slipped. Real funny to make fun of a guy who had to get stitches in his head. Thanks, thanks a lot, hot sauce man. No, real classy. Well, but, 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 but what did you slip on? I don't know. It was a bunch of red stuff. I, I don't know. Kid was probably sitting on the porch eating a popsicle, or I, I don't know, like a crushed up watermelon. No, no it wasn't a popsicle. It was. Didn't you taste it? Why would I taste a red puddle? That that's disgusting. I don't just go right, around right. tasting puddles on the ground. Good point. It was, well, okay. Spoiler: It was hot sauce. I was sent by me, hot sauce man. What? So now, are you getting my message? <laughs> I'm sorry, you came to my house and spilled a bunch of hot sauce on the steps? I didn't spill it. I mean, spill would imply that like it was an accident. But no, I poured it. I poured the hot sauce after I left that body. <laughs> Let me break this down. You, you are saying that you murdered someone, dumped the corpse, uh-huh. and then figured out where I live and, and came to prank me? No, it wasn't. A, it was a message. It was it was a deadly deadly message that I was leaving behind. Don't you don't you get it? You didn't know that I would slip in that. You um, what are the chances you wouldn't? I mean, I feel like I'm the one putting in all the effort in this relationship, okay? And you're just you're just blowing me off. And obviously, it's 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 bad because I mean, clearly you're not smart enough to get these. Um, I mean, did you see the the, the Dark Knight? I mean, I feel like Joker and I are kind of on par. Oh just, God. You're, you're one of those. Blowing this. I bet you have like "Why So Serious" written in hot sauce on your wall. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's a that's a big time yes. That no. Uh uh-uh. It says "Why Not Serious." Right. This is probably the the worst troll grade call we've we've had. Like <laughs> you, you're pulling stuff out of the news with like a body behind Baseball Mercantile. Um, it, yeah. which, they have not said that that's a murder yet, my friend. Um, How so, could they not? He overdosed on hot sauce. Clearly, that's from the hot sauce man. They, they had had not mentioned that. What? Our police department is grossly underfunded and really just not doing a very good job. If I can say that, as you know, as a taxpayer. Well, look, it's a, a grab bag episode. You want to talk about the bad job the sheriff's uh, department is doing? We can we can definitely do that. Not really. I mean, I'm just, my heart's not in it at this point. Yeah. Here's, I mean, can I be honest? Here's how I thought it was going to go. I was okay. Call and be like, oh, did you get my message? And you're like, oh, hot sauce, man, you know? And then and I'd be like, ha, ha, like there was more where that came from. But like now I'm wondering, I mean, I, you know, I have another like 15 steps in this plan. And like, I'm just kind of wondering, you know, is it, is it just being wasted on you? You know, like maybe I should. Maybe I should go someplace else and do my hot sauce man. Okay, but like this is just well. Well, let's let's, uh, let's have a good faith uh, conversation here. So uh, let me assume that you are who you say you are. You've I am qu- okay. Okay, you've quote unquote killed someone uh, and and put their quote unquote oh. corpse behind Baseball Mercantile, and then you've gone and put hot sauce on the steps to my trailer. How was I supposed to know that was you? What 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 was your thinking there? Did you want me to put a neon sign saying "Hot Sauce Man"? I mean, you have to do some of the work, you know. I mean, like, you ever go see like a a thriller and they just tell you right off the bat, "Oh, here's the bad guy." Of course, they don't do that. You have to you have to find the clues and you have to put them together. Don't you have like in your trailer like a big board and you can tack up like pictures? And a, and a map, and then string yarn between the thumbtacks. Don't you have that? 
I'm I'm using it as a dream board. Oh, you're that guy. Like how how am I supposed to focus on on what I want out of life if I'm running string and yarn all across it? Because I'm sending you clues and you should be getting this. This is oh god. I feel like I'm just wasting my time here and like I'll be honest, like I'm I'm a I, I'm Roger Clemente, and you guys, you're benching me. You're just putting me on the bench. Look, this whole thing feels like you're a guy in a cafe. And let's say you're heterosexual, and you've been winking at a girl across a cafe for two hours, and wait, then she wait, gets up and I'm leaves. I am heterosexual. Well, I have no way of knowing that, so I guess we can declare that as like a fact that we can both agree on. But you, you've been winking at this girl across the cafe for two hours, and then she gets up and leaves. And you're mad. Why? Because you played it too casually. There was no signs there. You, I mean, sorry, are you comparing my killing a person and leaving the body and then slathering hot sauce on your steps as me winking at a girl? I mean, I feel like I am putting in a ton of effort here. I'm doing an A-plus job, and you are just crapping all over Well, which of these is the message? Is it the body or is it the hot sauce? I mean, it's all part of a big... Peace. This is like a whole, you don't look at just the smile of the Mona Lisa. You look at the whole thing, you know? And I mean, like right now I've given you the smile and you're like, oh, interesting. Where is this going to lead? So like you, you have to be in for the whole ride and you just want the whole thing on a platter. I got to be honest. Uh, when I went to the Louvre, the, the Mona Lisa is like the size of a piece of computer paper. And there were a ton of Japanese tourists in front of it. I, I just kind of skipped it. It really is. It's really, it's, it, it, it's, upsetting isn't it you, you think it's going to be bigger like oh you could have like blown it up or something oh yeah, it, no, yeah, yeah it's right. tiny it's a tiny thing but you, you, don't get me sidetracked all right that's not that's not why i'm here i'm here because hot sauce man is coming for you right uh okay okay are you gonna stay up late tonight and and, and think about me it's it's already late I, how much later do you want me to stay up and think about you it's like you know, a couple hours or something couple that's morning that's not even late uh, anymore. Yeah, but, you know, you're already done with work. So, I mean, like, what do you do when you're done with work? You just, like, go home, right? I mean, like, what else can you do but stay up and worry about what hot sauce man has got planned for you? Normally, I would go home. I'm definitely not going home after this, knowing that you may have been the person who put a red puddle in front of my... May have been! I am blatantly telling you I was the guy! What do you want? Oh, man, this is so frustrating. I feel like I've got... Blue balls, but instead of balls, it's like a, a you know a sharp knife and a, a tub of hot sauce. <sighs> look, what? Look, I wanna I wanna meet you halfway on this thing, you know. And I I'm, I'm I'm you know as we talked last time, I got the mess ass on Lee, so like it's I am not tasting any food right now. I'm shoveling more of those you know the the, the fiberglass Doritos in my mouth, and I'm still got nothing except for you know just a bloody mouth. Those and, are, those uh, are for testing. Sauce. That's that's not to cure it. No, you know what? Again, I feel like I have been to multiple websites and also quite, I follow quite a few people on the Twitter, and uh, they all say the same thing that that is what they want you to believe. That's but not, I, you it's know, not even about prevention. That's only to tell you if you have it for sure and that you haven't like burned your tongue on an especially hot cup of cocoa. You know, it works as like a defibrillator pad because like you eat you know a bag or two of them and then it's like it jumpstarts your your mouth. Minute, do I have to no, explain no, science no, to you too? No, we've we've had Dr. Scroggins on the show. It, that that's not how they work. I I don't know Doctor. who you're following on Twitter, but uh, they're they don't cure your tongue. 
Yeah, listen, I have written to Dorito directly many times, and mm-hmm. uh, as soon as they write back, they will confirm that I was right, and you are a stupid jerk. How many of those letters were about making uh, a Tapatio Dorito? Oh, man, that, I mean, now that you mention it, I haven't really missed my taste buds, but when you say a Tapatio Dorito, like that, I feel like that gives me something to like really look forward to. Yeah, you know? they're just out there sitting on shelves. If if you made that happen, like, it's just sitting waiting for you. Oh man, that would be so good. Okay, listen, I'm gonna finish up killing a couple more people, and I'm gonna put them in places that will be much more obvious if that makes you happy, and then you will understand. Hot sauce man is coming for you. I mean, you know, like maybe get a calling card. I I don't know that the hot sauce is enough. And not like a one eight hundred, like you dialing a twelve digits on the back before you can dial another seven digits plus the area code and the country code, like uh, like something that like really lets people know that like hot sauce man was here, not just like a, a food accident of some sort. I, I I don't know. I, you can blame it on the sheriff if you want. It, that information is just not making it through the through the machine. Oh. Why don't you? You know, sometimes you get up and you're like, "Why do I even bother?" You know. And I feel like I'm. You know, I'm, I got a guy in my basement now. I'm going to go down there and kill him. And like, maybe I shouldn't. You know, maybe I should just let him go. Yeah, may, maybe just let him go. Yeah, sure. Let's just go ahead and give up on everything. That's that that Horace's idea. Give up and don't bother to kill that guy in your basement. That's that's your big takeaway. Yeah, I, I think in this case, I, I am. If you have, quote unquote, a guy in your basement uh, and you're still, quote, heterosexual. Uh, okay, okay. All right. All right. I see what you're doing there. And you know what? You're baiting me. That's what, that's what they call that, that you're baiting me to say something about how I went to a rest stop and I wore an extra sexy outfit and then I made him get in my car. And like, no, okay. There was. Listen, let me tell you, there was a bludgeoning object involved, okay? There was some trickery. I, I'm very clever. Oh, did, did I mention the, the Joker uh, parallel earlier? Oh, yeah, 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 you did. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, like, that guy was also, like, you know, clearly had his thing together. Uh, did, did he have a, a, a calling card? I gotta be honest, I think you're a little more Cesar Romero's Joker than uh, Heath Ledger. Wow, wow. A bit. You know what, Horace? Uh, you know how to hurt people. I mean, look, I, he's he's a great Joker for for who he is. He knows exactly the type of Joker he is. I I think you're you're pretending to be a, a different Joker entirely. I think you know what I think. I think you're a Joker. How about that? I think you're a Joker. You see how I took your your insult and I turned it around on you. That's the kind of that's the kind of genius that you're dealing with here. Now you just wait. The next time hot sauce man comes for you you'll know it all right well uh it won't be at home because i'm, I'm definitely not going back to that trailer you, you took up some time uh, we'll talk to you some other time and i don't mean that no, no. uh wait no i, I have one more all thing. right a, fine uh, what is code. it uh, what about my code what uh, oh god code if you can break the code then you'll know where hot sauce's man next victim is and the code is um uh, the chair by the refrigerator will uh, show 
away to the hot sauce man. The chair by the refrigerator <laughs> so, will show the way to the hot sauce man. That if you decipher that, then you'll find the next body. Man, I, I hope you're a troll because if you're a serial killer, you are thirsty for attention. Oh, oh my gosh. No, Just right at the end, like, thanks, thanks, hot sauce man. Oh, I have a code. Yeah, the code that people are going to, the, the people will study this. You know, I'll be like, it'll be like Zodiac and me, and then um, that guy who dressed up like a clown. Right. Um, uh, like, so many, so many people. Yeah, uh, we'll see how it plays out. Uh, time will tell. Uh, I, thanks, Hot Sauce Man, I guess. Um, if anybody else could have called in during this time and you took their time. So uh, that, that kind of stinks. Um, so, uh, a, a pox on your family. How about that? A pox, uh, all right. a pox on your family. Yeah, I, I think you're 16 and you need to knock it off. You will feel my vengeance! Well, well, well. Okay, the time, she sure does go fast. That looks like all the time we're going to have together for tonight. Uh, that line with Philium is still open, so I can only assume he fell asleep somewhere in his attic. Uh, and that's where I'm headed, too. Uh, to sleep, not not Philium's attic. I, I will not be saying where I'll be sleeping, just in case. If you're still listening this late in the evening, I can only assume you enjoy the show, so please consider subscribing and giving us five stars or follow us on Spotify. And hey, a lot of you use Podcast Addict to listen to the show after it airs. So why not give us a review over there to help new listeners find the show? But we all know there's no better way to share the show than word of mouth, which is a really, really baffling phrase when you stop to consider it for more than half a moment. You can reach the show on Twitter at Night Drive FM, on Instagram at Night Drive FM Insta, or on Reddit at r slash Night Drive FM, or hey, come join us in the Discord. It's open to everyone, and we've got people in there from across the globe. It's it's like a big chat room, but but not horrible. You know? There's no skeeves in there, no no skeevy guys, no shady ladies in the in the Discord. Just good people. Uh, if you want in, just hit up my producer, Michael Truly, for the link, uh, and then get on in there and join the rest of the community. If you really love the show, why not become one of our patrons and support the show at patreon.com slash nightdrive. That helps keep the show going with hosting for, for the podcast, bandwidth for uh, all the websites around it, sound gear, etc. Uh, sometimes I send out surprises uh, to Patreon members like I did earlier this year, and occasionally, occasionally, oh, I make an additional show on there uh, called Dinosaur and where we break down the uh, the old 90s uh, sitcom Dinosaurs. Uh, that's, that's so occasionally, though. Don't, don't let that drive you uh, to Patreon. Uh, but you'll also get $4 off on Teespring for merchandise uh, if you join. And on the merch side, we've got a, a very chill, vapor-wavy Night Drive logo, uh, which is now available for purchase on shirts, mugs. I said mugs, weird. Face masks, uh, etc. Uh, bath towels, uh, I guess you can get. I haven't ordered one of those yet, so I, I can't vouch for the quality of the bath towels. But uh, we also have an official Night Drive poster uh, that is absolutely awesome and moody AF. I've got one framed on my wall. It's, it's so cool. Uh, the artist did a fantastic job on it. Uh, it looks so good in a frame. I've sent one to the Louvre in case they want to see what some real art looks like. Uh, that, along with some other bits and bobs like pins and stickers and magnets and such, uh, are all available as well. And nightdrivemerch.com will take you to those storefronts. 
Night Drive is produced by Michael Truly and is hosted with a slightly busted head dome brain thing cranium mosquito cha-cha by me, Horace Wexler. The following callers were ably played with excessive gas by Ron Babcock, Jeffrey Golden, and Eric Toms. Ron co-wrote a book with Ryan McKee that features a ton of interviews with a lot of famous comedians like Dave Chappelle, Mark Maron, Patton Oswalt. Uh, it's called Modest Proposal Anthology. Go to modestproposal.co for more info. And Jeffrey, well, he makes hilarious choose-your-own-adventures that come straight to your email. To check those out, go to adventuresnack.com for more info. I'd also like to thank our lightning callers and a very special thank you to our musical guest, Avril Levine. You didn't take the rest of your sandwich, Avril, so I can only assume you didn't like and you were gracious enough not to say anything. You are a class act all the way. Good Morning Sun Buns with Tiffany Bunzel takes over tomorrow at 6 a.m., Tomorrow, Tiffany wears a giant cat costume to prove some sort of point about climate change. Interior decorator Josephine De Amati showed you how to decorate with gourds that aren't pumpkins you've bought to have sex with. And the Fakahashi Mudflaps coach drops by to talk about how to maintain hydration levels if you get trapped in a very small hot closet. Until Tiffany takes over, here's four and a half hours of government-mandated buzzing that I'm starting to enjoy like it's some sort of future music where tone and pitch has been outlawed by the state to keep the populace feeling monotone, stomping around in, in sacks that are all gray and we drink gray liquid. It, it's not water, it's like a, like a gray liquid. Yeah. But until next time, I'm Horace Wexler. Keep night driving.